Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Today is a great day of, of uh, joy and feasting, not just the great breakfast that we just had, but we get to enjoy the body and blood of Christ today, given and shed for our sins, so that we would taste and see that the Lord is truly good, because Christ is risen. He is risen, risen indeed. Hallelujah. But today is a lot different than that first Easter Sunday. I mean, reread what Mark's gospel says, that the two Marys, right, went to the tomb, and then when they saw the angel, and he says, do not be alarmed, they did the exact opposite. (laughs) They were alarmed. They were terrified. They were astonished. It had seized them, and they said, what? He is risen? He's risen indeed? Hallelujah? No, they went and told nobody nothing, right? They were afraid. They said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. What do we do with this text? Shouldn't that be a joyful thing that Christ is risen? He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. I won't, I won't exhaust y'all too much with that, don't worry. But it's a great day. So why aren't they excited? They're surprised, that's for sure. They're astonished, but to the point where they just can't say anything. And, and those of y'all who know me, that happens to me often with my, my stutter, that uh, I often find myself not being able to say much, but I am able to say the things that matter, hopefully. So what's with them? How can they be so scared? How can they be so terrified that the Lord that they had followed for years said that he had to die and that he had to be raised from the dead. It's plain as day. The angel says, just as he said to you. You should have known this. This shouldn't be a surprise on some level. And yet they are. But you got to hand it to them, and you have to understand, it doesn't happen every day that somebody rises from the dead. It doesn't happen every day. It had never happened before. Well, there had been Lazarus and uh, those that Christ had raised from the dead, but no one by themselves had been in the tomb for three days and been raised like Christ was. It is a terrifying thing. It is an awe-inspiring thing that death has been conquered, that death has been swallowed up by death. So we can sit here, and I do this a lot, but it's, it's worthwhile to uh, take the people from Scripture and say, what would I have done in that moment? You probably would have done the exact same thing. You probably would have done the exact same thing in being terrified and fleeing for your life because you have no idea what's going on. Don't kid yourself. Have some sympathy for the two Marys here. But also understand that their fear 
Their astonishment and trembling is something that doesn't come from faith. It is not reasonable and it is not biblical because Christ told them exactly what was going to happen, right? And likewise, we should be surprised by the grace of God. Oftentimes we take it for granted. But we should be surprised, but not because it's, not, because it's not expected, but because it's not, but because it's not, because it's not, because it's not, because we don't deserve it, put it that way. We should be surprised by grace, not because we shouldn't expect that from God, but because we don't deserve it. So one thing that we tend to do as Christians is we tend to emphasize more on Christ rising from that tomb. Because that's pretty, right? It's glorious. It's wonderful. We sing hallelujah. We are joyful. Because we see something to be joyful for. But in some sense, that's falling off of the other side of the horse. That where on one side you're terrified, but on the other side you're only joyful because of what Christ has done in rising from the dead. You forget all about how he had to die. He had to. His cross was necessary. And it's great having people here, a full house almost, on Easter Sunday. And we had close to this, maybe on Good Friday. Some of y'all couldn't make it, that's okay. I pray that y'all had a blessed one nonetheless. But sometimes I find that people get uncomfortable with the cross. Sometimes they can be ashamed by that cross. And they don't really necessarily want to go to Good Friday because it, make it makes them feel uneasy. We don't like to hear how sinful we are. We don't like to hear about how with every breath, with every moment, we fail God. We do not keep his law perfectly. We don't like to hear about the cross. But we need to. Because without the cross, the resurrection makes no sense. How can somebody rise from the dead if he doesn't die? So, we have to understand that the crucifixion is the empowering reality of divine mercy. That God's, God's grace is shown in the cross. And it is the divine plan that culminates in that, that great day when Christ rises from the dead. The crucifixion empowers the, 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 the resurrection. And without, the, without the, the resurrection, the cross means nothing. So you can't have one or the other. They both go hand in hand. Christ had to die for us. And then, because he was dead, the author of life cannot be contained by death, and he burst through those chains of death for you, to show you of what he has done. And I know that our, 
our hymn of the day is probably not something that y'all have sung a lot. You probably don't know it very well. I could hear people were kind of hesitant and singing it a little bit. It's definitely not uh, Jesus Christ is risen today, right? Y'all sang that with gusto. Y'all might not know Christ Jesus lay in death strong bands, but it was written by Martin Luther. And I have to tell you, you know, I'm, I'm not one for getting feelings and saying that, ooh, that just gave me the tingles. But I mean, the thing is, is that stanza four just really drives it home. It was a strange and dreadful strife when life and death contended. The victory remained with life. The reign of death has ended. Um, excuse me. The reign of death has ended. Holy Scripture plainly saith that death is swallowed up by death. Its sting is lost forever. Alleluia. It is strange that God would die for us. It is strange that a man rises from his tomb. But we have these things in Jesus Christ, the full person of Christ, the fullness of his, of his, 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 his divinity and the fullness of his humanity are wrapped up in his one person. And we see that in his rising from his tomb, that it is the consequence of his crucifixion. And the consequence of the resurrection now is his word being proclaimed for your salvation, that you would trust in him and what he has done, and in his sacraments that are given to you so that you would be washed clean of your sin in holy baptism, and so that you would eat and drink of his body and blood in the Lord's Supper. That in these things, God provides a great gift so that we would hear, we would feel, we would taste, and we would see that the Lord is good. And that in his death and in his, his, his resurrection, we live out that same resurrection in the absolution we live it out in his word, we live, it out in our, we live it out in our baptisms and in our, our taking of his body and his blood for the forgiveness of our sins. That in all these things we now live as Christ lives and we live and look forward to that day when Christ shall come back, as Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15 from our epistle, that we shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. That in a moment, when, when that last trumpet sounds and Christ comes, the dead shall be raised, and those who are in Christ will be changed to be glorious bodies as Christ has now. That we shall be, as Job said, seeing our Lord with our flesh, with our eyes, we shall behold him and not another. And this should make our hearts faint within us. That we look forward to that day when Christ will come again and he will fulfill in its fullness. Sounds kind of funny. Fulfill in its fullness the promise and the work that he has accomplished on his cross and through his empty tomb. 
And until that day, we continue to say that Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Amen. And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.